Good evening, everybody. <clears throat> it's good to be back with you. Um, thankful for this opportunity that God's afforded us again. Beautiful week, and uh, looking forward to uh, finishing out Romans chapter number nine tonight. We get into this a little bit early, so the audio will be, be available. Uh, Podbean as soon as this is over with, but we'll uh, get this uploaded to YouTube uh, for you to watch and study through tonight. Uh, I do want to make just a couple announcements real quick. Um, we will be continuing drive-in service Sunday. As far as I know, we'll probably do that through the remainder of the month. And then uh, ease back into the uh, the church building, I assume. I don't know. We'll have some more discussion about it as, as uh, time goes on here. Um, this coming Sunday, we will be having uh, communion. Um, the deacons have ordered and got individual um, their individual servings of the of the bread uh, and the wine and we'll be distributing those and having communion on Sunday morning but we will be in the parking lot again so uh, let's keep that in mind be much in prayer for that and uh, praying for all of our, uh, our sister churches um, all these revivals has been tabled um, I'm, I'm praying that Lord's uh, would send us a great harvest this summer uh, so let's be uh, in much prayer praying for uh, all of our doctors nurses health care providers all those in between uh, those that uh, don't have the opportunity they have reduced hours cut hours lost jobs um, through all this that we're going through let's pray for those uh, folks and those families and um, we know that all things, uh, we've studied this in the book of Romans. The Bible tells us in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, all things work together for good uh, to the called. Who, uh, all things work together for good to, to uh, for those that are the called and uh, uh, set aside for his purposes. And so we're trusting the Lord, and we know that the Lord will uh, deliver uh, as as he sees fit and we're just we just have faith and confidence in him uh and whatever uh direction he leads us we just want to be faithful uh and find uh, god's mercy find god's grace and uh, i hope that we can all find um what he wants to teach us through this time i believe that uh, uh god wants to teach us in every circumstance of our lives and and i'm and, and I'm, I'm, I'm trusting, trying, and praying uh, that we be able to see uh, what God would have us to, to take from this and apply to our lives as we move forward. But <clears throat> we'll be in the ninth chapter of the book of Romans. We're going to pick up in the 25th verse of the ninth chapter. We're going to get through the end of this chapter this week, and we'll probably get into uh, chapter 10 just briefly for a few minutes uh, so we can kind of get back on course and finish up 10. Uh, next week <clears throat> but uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer our Father God we thank you Lord for this day we thank you for this privileged opportunity of prayer we thank you Lord for uh, your tender mercies uh, God and your loving kindness God which you bestow upon us we pray Heavenly Father Lord for our Timberidge family we pray God that you'd bless them Father we miss them dearly and we pray Heavenly Father that you would uh, reach down in their homes God and let them know how much we uh, desperately and dearly do love them, uh, cherish their friendship, cherish their service, and thankful, Lord, that they love you and they want to pursue you. And we pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that uh, 
God, you bless all of our sister churches. Uh, bless all of our pastor friends. God, as they are um, working their way through this troubling time, we pray, God, that, Lord, that you would endue them with power from on high. We pray, that you, God, that you'd fill them with wisdom, knowledge, and instruction. Uh, Father, we, we all need a touch and a helping hand from thee. We pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that thy mighty guiding hand would be with us, watch over us, keep us, and care for us. We pray, God, as we open thy word tonight and we study it, we pray, Father, Lord, that we wouldn't uh, interject our own opinion, but, Father, we, Lord, we would let the word of God speak to us. We wouldn't read into it, but we would read out what you would have us to hear, what you would have us to understand uh, and glean from as we Love your precious word. We pray, Father, Lord, now, uh, most of all, uh, for all the lost. We pray for those that might listen um, that don't know Jesus Christ and the free pardon of sin. I pray that this day and this hour, whenever it finds them, I pray, God, that this would be the glad and glorious day when they would bow on bending knee and receive Jesus precious to their never-dying soul. Watch over us, keep us in care for us, and God will certainly praise you and thank you for what you do. If we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Romans chapter number 9, <clears throat> verse number 25. The Bible says, and he saith also in O.C., I will call my people, which are not my people, and her beloved, which was not my beloved, and shall come to pass, and in the place uh, where <clears throat> it was said unto them, you are not my people, they shall, uh, they shall be, uh, they shall, excuse me, there shall they be called the children of the living God. Isaiah also concerning Israel, uh, through the number of the children of Israel, be as a sand of sea, a remnant shall be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon this earth. And as Isaiah, as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of uh, Sabbath uh, had left us a seed. We had be we had been as Sodom and had been made like unto Gomorrah. What shall we say then that the Gentiles, which followed not after righteousness, have attained to, to righteousness, even the the righteousness which is of faith? But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith. But as it were by works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone, but it's written, but as it is written, Behold I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. And we're gonna like I said, we're gonna finish this up tonight. We have dealt with some uh, uh, some very deep uh, topics as we work our way through Romans chapter number nine. We've dealt with uh, the nation of Israel, we've dealt with um uh, the the corporate elections of the nations uh, as far as Jacob and Esau are concerned. Uh, we've talked about the elect lady, the nation Israel, and we have talking about those in whom he did not select to bring about the cross of Calvary. And we've got to keep those things in our minds. And then after we dealt with the nations, uh, and we dealt with uh, God's hardening, God's compassion. We dealt with... Uh, the potter on the potter's wheel as we tried to address those things as we worked our way through them uh, the last couple of weeks and then we get into this we're trying to uh, tie this chapter to a close and uh, as you see the uh, the the resounding message that we find uh, as we work our way through the book of Romans is the breaking away from the law 
uh, and all things that are contained in the law and the adaptation uh, to the days of grace and, and believing by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only way people are going to be saved. Uh, and Paul, uh, he, he persevered that point. He labored over that point. Uh, he in all of his epistles he addresses this point. Uh, he said, I, "I said I count all things as dung that I may win Christ." Uh, Paul's main and chief objective and goal as he was going through and he was as he was preaching the gospel. Uh, yes, it cost him his eyes. It cost him a lot of his faculties. It cost him uh, the provisions that he had within his body that were taken away that he was never able to regain. Uh, listen, but. Those were things that emboldened him because he believed emphatically. Uh, he believed in the resurrection of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and he, he came to the realization and the understanding. And it wasn't because he was a, a Jew or it wasn't because he had any kind of affiliations or ties or because he had uh, the, uh, certain specific or particular doctrinal standards. It wasn't because he was a Pharisee. It was not uh, a in, in, in no stretch of the imagination it wasn't because he was uh, because he was part of the Sanhedrin but rather yet uh, he came to the realization and the understanding that it was by f his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ in which he was saved set free and delivered and and he spent the the rest of his life trying to communicate the gospel of good news to a lost and dying world that if they would repent believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ that they too could be saved and now we kind of uh, uh, we wrap this thing up right here as Paul's dealt with some very hard and difficult topics, and they're especially hard and difficult for us to understand because we don't have, uh, we are not ethnically Jew, uh, we do not uh, understand what it means really in entirety to break away from the law. We don't understand the mentalities of the early church. A lot of those mentalities they were trying to break away from. Uh, and they thought that they were abiding in the Word of God, uh, uh, but they just missed the Messiah. And, and that's what Paul uh, was trying to tell them. Say, look, this Messiah that you believe in, that is contained in the gospel. Uh, listen, a lot of times that we afford the gospels to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But we've got to understand the early New Testament church, uh, when they heard the gospel, they were hearing the Old Testament. That is Jesus Listen, he was hidden and concealed in the Old Testament. And through the revelation of Jesus Christ and through the cross of Calvary, he fulfilled and he manifested himself. And people understood these things. They saw these things. And so preachers began to preach. And that's what Paul did as he identified. Uh, listen, he said, this Messiah that you are looking for, that you're yearning for, that you desire to see, to seek and, to, and him to save you. He said, he's already came. And so he's addressing the Jews and uh, also the Gentiles, but most specifically he's addressing the Jews. He's telling them you must believe by faith. That is the, uh, if you take anything away uh, from, the, uh, from the understanding of the study of the book of Romans, you've got to understand that it's by faith through grace. Uh, that's what Romans 4 dealt with when he talked about uh, Abraham, that he was justified by faith and he was therefore imputed, or his faith uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, it was imputed into him for righteousness. And that righteousness is justification that we talked about as we addressed 
uh, in the second chapter of the book of Romans. And uh, we see these things built, they're like Legos. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it establishes the foundation of all doctrines and beliefs. But as we get into this right here, uh, in chapter number 25, the Bible says, and he saith uh, also in O.C., in O.C. in the New Testament, it's just a, uh, a translation in the Greek of Hosea uh, as it's coming from the Hebrew. Uh, but now, so the Bible says, as he saith also in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not my beloved, and it shall come to pass. And in the place where it was said unto them, you're not my people, there shall uh, they be called the children of the living God. And so Hosea, it dealt with Israel's un unfaithfulness, the entire book. It deals with Israel's unfaithfulness and how God had promised them that if they would adhere to his commandments, that they would receive all the blessings. Uh, listen, uh, God uh, gave them a conditional a conditional land promise fulfilled in the book of Joshua where the Bible tells them that they went into the land and they possessed the land. God gave them everything that they promised, that God promised them. They possessed it. They retained it. Uh, listen, they had everything. God did not fail in one iota. But God also put a condition upon that covenant. And he told them there, he said, uh, now listen, if you want to abide in me and if you want to adhere to my, uh, to, to my doctrines and my, my commands and if you want worship me solely and wholly, uh, listen, it's, it's called a drawing back. And when we understand this, a lot of times we see this uh, play out in nations and peoples and churches. Uh, listen, where God is flourishing and God is blessing uh, and God is God's abundant hand, it's obvious that he is on them. But when people start to go their own way and when they start to reject the blessings and the preparations that God has for us, you know, the Bible tells us, uh, listen, we often overlook this today, especially in this day and time. We're often blinded by our blessings. We're often, uh, our, our minds are, listen, we are so, we are such a blessed people. Even in this time that we're living in, God has given us all the provisions that we need to sustain ourselves, uh, to go through this uh, weary walk of life. But a lot of times people, they, uh, they begin to, uh, uh, focus on what they can do. They begin to focus on their own intellect and their own mentality and the things that they can achieve and that they can accomplish. And they begin to drift and they begin to leave God out. Uh, listen, and my persistent prayer is this, is the day that, that God opens the doors of the church houses. And I just want to stop and pause and say this. When God opens the doors of the church houses, I'm, I'm my earnest heart's desire and my prayer is, is that people would come back to the house of God. I hope people don't stay home. I hope they haven't fell into a place where, listen, it's easier to stay home. The Bible tells us in the in the book of Hebrews, it says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. And friends today, listen, when we see this, we've got to come to the understanding and the realization uh, that God wants us uh, uh, to knit ourselves together, to join ourselves together. Don't let this drive us further apart, but let us draw us closer together. Let us seek God's face. The Bible tells us, uh, listen, uh, whatsoever uh, is bound on the earth shall be bound in heaven, but whatsoever is loosed on the earth shall be loosed in heaven. And I believe that we, if in act, and if we exercise, uh, listen, I, uh, the method of prayer that God has uh, blessed us with 
then we uh, will be able to utilize, we'll be able to capture God's blessings, that we'll be able uh, to be a stronger and a better people and a better church for the cause of Christ. But let us not push away. Let us not regress, but let us increase. Let us look forward to the day when we can reunite once again in love and we can hug and we can fellowship and we can cry and we can have joy and peace. Uh, listen, we can come back and establish a stronger house of God uh, whereby we can go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that his house may be filled. That is my heart's desire. It is my heart's longing uh, to get back in communion with God's people where we can sing the songs of Zion, uh, where we can uh, feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. And, I, and listen, I'm glad and thankful that I can feel and God has blessed uh, uh, abundantly. Listen, over the last two months uh, that we've sat here in our basement and in this office that God has given us and the Spirit of God has passed by and He's endued us with power. We've been privileged to preach the gospel. And listen, there's no doubt that God has afforded us the opportunity to reach a multitude of people that we never would have in previous days. And we thank God for those things. And I hope that we can take the things that we have adopted and we can go back into the church stronger. We can still use these things to promote and push the gospel. Friends, listen, I want to say this for just a minute. This is not about me. This is uh, all these preachers that are uh, that, that that are doing the, the YouTube, the Facebook lives, the audio recordings, everything they're doing. They're not doing this. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this that I could be the servant that God has called me to be, to be the under shepherd, to make sure that the shepherd are fed, uh, that the sheep are, are fed. Uh, listen, that is my obligation. That is my duty. That is my goal. Uh, listen, my obligation is to. Make Make sure that the sheep are fed. My obligation uh, is to make sure that the gospel is communicated to a lost and a dying world. But I'm thankful, just as Hosea, and I know I went off on a tangent, but just as Hosea, uh, the, the minor prophet, as he pleaded to the people of Israel and the people of God as they had forsaken and ran away and they had lost their land inheritance and God's blessing and God's hand was removed from off of them. Uh, listen, and, the, and they persisted in their own ignorance uh, friends, let's, let us not fall into this trap. I beg you by the mercies of God. Uh, friends, listen, let us press on toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, uh, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, friends, today, listen, uh, and I'm not saying this, that I don't have to be in the church house. Uh, listen, to feel the power and the spirit and the presence of, uh, of God. Uh, friends, listen, uh, most often, listen, are, are two-thirds of the epistles that Paul had, uh, has written and that we draw strength from. Friends, he, writ the, he wrote those things in a jail cell by self. But he said, I've learned in whatsoever state I'm in therewith to be content. Oh, friends, today, let us pursue. Uh, let us pursue the power of of God. Uh, let us press on in fervency. Uh, let us press on uh, that we may attain and reach that mark and that prize. But friends, listen, while God has given us provision, let us draw close together. Let us uh, wrap our arms uh, around one another and let us embrace uh, the unity of the church. Friends, listen, where the Bible says, now I want to say this, Hosea uh, uh, addressed Israel's unfaithfulness. They had left 
They left the church. They left the place. They left everything. But friends, listen, the Bible tells us here that uh, repentance leads to restoration. And friends, I want to tell you, that's what the book of Hosea is about. And this is what he's talking about. It says, shall come to pass that in the place where it is said unto them, ye are, are not my people, uh, there shall they be called the children of the living God. Friends, listen, I want us to understand that if we repent, if we repent, we can be restored. And if we can be restored, the Bible tells us this in, in 1 John chapter 1, verse number 9. It said, if we confess our sin, he is, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, listen, let us press, uh, press on unto material. Uh, listen, uh, that's what it talks about in Hebrews chapter number six. He said, "Don't stay back uh, in the in, in, in the in the in the minor things." He said, "We've got to move on past." Uh, listen, baptisms, and we've got to move past these things. We've got to grow in grace and knowledge and understanding. Uh, listen, and that can only come through uh, persistence and faith. Listen, that we might grow in maturity, that we might get off the milk and on the meat, that we might be able to absorb and not only, friends, listen, not only absorb, but listen, when we get off the milk and onto the meat, then we begin to help and disciple other people. Christ has called us to be disciples. We should make disciples, not just converts. Amen. Friends, listen, so often today, listen, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with making converts. Praise God, I love to see it's the most glorious thing that we've ever seen in our lives to see somebody saved by the grace of God I love making converts but God has further encouraged us to go make disciples amen make sure people read and study the word of God he said study uh, to show thyself approved unto God a workman that need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth we should do these things. Press on. Let us not find ourselves as the as the, as Israel did and fall in and out and in and out and in and out of God's riches and God's grace. Friends, listen. Uh, uh, but as as Hosea as he addressed the unfaithfulness, he'd also addressed that if we just repent, it can restore us. And the Bible says, and it shall come to pass in a place where it was said unto them, "Ye are not my people." There shall they be the uh, called the children of the living God. Isaiah also concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. Friends, listen to me. Uh, and as he's addressing right here, there reaches a place when we are not God's people. Where we are, <clears throat> friends, listen. We're all children of God. But friends, listen, when the fullness and the fruition of conviction comes and we find ourselves separated from a holy God, uh, we must understand that we must reach and we must repent to be restored. The Bible tells us in Titus chapter number three and five, uh, listen, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing, renewing, and regenerating of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Friends, listen, we've got to, we have got to repent. We've got to uh, reach a place of restoration in our lives. Friends, and that's what he, this is what Paul is persistently pressing on the Jewish people of this day and time. You, listen, he's saying just because 
you are uh, of the right ethnicity. And because that God has preserved the elect lady in the, uh, the nation of Israel and brought her to the cross of Calvary that she might bear a son and his son uh, and her son's name was Jesus, the Emmanuel, the incarnate God with us. Uh, friends, listen, as we quote often in St. John chapter 1, verse number 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Friends, listen, this was the Shekinah glory of God, the physical, literal felt presence uh, that they only could see in the appearance of a smoke in the tabernacle and the tents and the kingdoms. Friends, listen, Christ resided. He manifest himself among us that we might be able to enjoy him. Amen. Uh, friends, listen, the Bible says, as we move through this, we'll never get done. It says, Isaiah, which is Isaiah, also cried concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of sea, a remnant shall be saved. So what is he saying? He's saying, listen, I, we've dealt with this in numerous occasions. He said, not all Israel are of Israel. Friends, listen, if we back up to the very beginning of, of the ninth chapter in the fourth verse, the Bible says, who are Israelites to who pertaineth the adoption, the glory, and the covenants, the giving the law, and the service of God, and of the promises? <clears throat> Whose are the fathers and to whom and of whom, as concerned the flesh, Christ came is over all. God bless forever. Amen. Verse 6, not as though the word of God have taken an effect, for they are not all Israel, which are uh, of Israel. Friends, listen, this is what he's dealing with. I, he's telling them, listen, just because, and listen, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna steer away from uh, the ethnicity. Uh, argument tonight, friends, listen to me, because we live in a new covenant, in the New Testament, uh, friends, listen, the Bible tells us in Acts 4, 12, uh, listen, for there's no other name under heaven given among men, whereby you must be saved, there are new parameters, I I'm telling you something, friends, listen, uh, if you go to heaven today, you must go one way, and that way is through the Lord Jesus Christ. In John 10, he said, I am the door. Uh, friends, listen, you can't get into the sheepfold, he said, unless you come, up, uh, come in by the door. He said, if he come in another way, he said, I'll count him as a thief and a robber. Uh, listen, we need to understand. Uh, the Bible tells us in John 14, chapter number 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father lest he come by me. Friends, listen, you cannot get into the kingdom of God any other way. You must come through the Lord Jesus Christ or you cannot or you will not go at all. You need to, you need to understand the, the clarity in the word of God today. Friends, listen, it doesn't matter if your daddy was a preacher. It does not matter if your mama lead, uh, has led the choirs from, uh, listen, east to west coast it does not matter if you're uh, listen it does not matter if you personally are, are a preacher or a deacon or a sunday school teacher it does not matter those things have no validity when it comes time uh, to realize uh, your place in eternity the only thing that separates anybody is whether or not they have knelt down on bending knee uh, friends listen on the knees of their heart they have repented and prayed unto god and said god i'm a sinner and in need of a savior uh, friends, listen, I know God uh, Listen, that you're not the uh, answer to my sin But you're the redeemer of my sin Thank God, friends, listen There was a place, point in time in my life Where I repented and believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ uh, Friends, listen, so the Bible tells us 
Uh, listen, not all, uh, not all of Israel are of Israel. That's what he's talking about. This is the same language when he's using. He said, Israel is the sand of the sea. Uh, friends, listen, which are innumerable. There is a finite number to the number of sands, but I have absolutely no idea. Uh, listen, the expansive number that it would could, could possibly be, but God does. Amen. Uh, listen, and, and, and I take solace in that fact, but listen, what he's saying is, he said, there is a great vast multitude of people. Uh, but listen, of this vast multitude of people, only a remnant will God save. Why is only a remnant going to be saved? Because those are the only ones that will believe by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 28 said, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because a short work will the, war, will the Lord make upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of the Sabbath have left us a seed, we had been as Sodom and been, and been made like unto Gomorrah. And as we see this uh, in, in the Galatians, and I'm going to read this just briefly. Give me a few minutes to uh, find this because I didn't mark it. It just came to my mind. Uh, but in Galatians uh, uh, chapter number three, uh, the Bible tells us this in uh, Galatians chapter three, verse number 13, it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on, uh, come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Amen. What a glorious promise. And I'm thankful that I'm an inheritor of that promise. Amen. That the blessing of Abraham, what is the blessing of Abraham. Uh, listen, the blessing of Abraham was the covenant that God made with Abraham. He said, uh, listen, he said, of thy seed. Uh, listen, and that seed he was talking about, he was concerning there was Jacob, which we talked about in Romans chapter number nine. He said, Jacob have I loved and he saw who uh, have I hated. He and, and we've already established and talked about this. This is not dealing with individual salvation. This is dealing with corporate entities or nations. Uh, listen, and God said, I'm going to choose a nation and that nation is going to press on. Uh, listen, one of these days, that na nation is going to birth the Messiah. The Messiah is going to the cross of Calvary. And when he finishes that work, on Calvary. Glory to God, there'll be a new covenant, a new testament, and a new establishment. And when that is finally corrected, and when things are established again as new, the Bible tells us, listen, as the covenant was given to Abraham, the unconditional and eternal covenant was given to Abraham, which was this. He said, of the sands of the seashore. Listen, he said, thy seed, it shall be innumerable. That is the remnant, of the remnant that we talked about in Romans chapter number nine. Listen, hey, the Bible says that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. It's the only way that we get it is through Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. Uh, listen, through faith, by faith, Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are you saved through faith, not, not of yourselves, but it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth thereunto. Amen. Now to Abraham and his seed, where the promise is made. Now to Abraham and his seed. Abraham and his seed. I want you to pay attention to this. Now to Abraham and his seed, where the promise is made, he saith not, and two seeds, uh, which is as of many, that is not plural. But he says, but as of one unto thy seed, which is Christ. Amen. Abraham bore the lineage 
Uh, listen, which would birth the Messiah of the seed. That seed is Jesus Christ. Uh, friends, listen, we preached a few weeks ago. Uh, listen, uh, at the church there. Uh, when we had drive-in service, listen, we, we preached on the psalm where it talks about uh, that he's cast our sin as far as the east is from the west. Listen, and, and, and we need to understand there is a point here. This is called a vertex in geometry. When we see this point, we have a line that goes at infinity to the east. We have a, at this vertex a line that goes in a ray. Uh, we have two rays. A ray has a point, uh, and it goes into infinity. So we have a vertex, and at this ray right here, this is the vertex point. It goes into infinity to the east, and at this vertex, it goes into infinity to the west. Friends, listen, that vertex is Jesus Christ. Friends, listen, I, I'm going to tell you something. The Old Testament saints, the New Testament saints, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter who you're affiliated with. doesn't matter ethnicity. It does not matter nationality. does not matter color. It does not matter height. does not matter, uh, listen, it does not matter anything, Francis, and we must come through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can get there. I wished and hoped to God people would hear me when I say these things. Friends, it's not by works of righteousness which we have done. It's not by carnal keeping of the law. It's not by the things that we have, uh, that we attain and, and try to fulfill. Friends, listen, it is through Jesus Christ. Because he is the seed. Amen. So the, a remnant will be saved. The Bible tells us. And we'll pick up here in verse number 21, 29. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of the Sabbath had left the seed, we shall be. Had been as Sodom and mid, uh, been made like unto Gomorrah. Had it not been for the seed of Christ, we would be in hell. We would be destroyed. That's what that scripture says. It says, what shall we say then? That the Gentiles, which followed not after righteousness, have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained the law of righteousness. Wherefore? Why? That's what the uh, wherefore question mark in verse number 32. It's basically saying why. Because they sought it not by faith. But as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone. Now he's addressing, now we have a translation. Or we have a transition again here. Now, now he's going directly and dealing with the Jews. And listen, uh, we can take this, uh, we can transition. This, and now I don't want to take this scripture out of context because the context of this scripture is he's just, uh, he is addressing an ethnic Jew which is an early New Testament Jew. But friends, listen, there's a lot of people that fit this mold shape today. It says, now listen, it's talking about the, uh, the uh, it says now, uh, the Gentiles, they have received and obtained righteousness because they sought it by faith. So listen, friends, what he's trying to tell them here is he's saying, listen, this is not God's fault. If people die, how unfortunate it is. But if people die and lift their eyes in hell, it is absolutely not God's fault. People that, uh, that try and find a, a serenity in their own intellect and their own knowledge, and they try and find serenity in the earth and the trees and everything else. Friends, listen, there is no peace in that. It requires the absolute necessity of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, or you do not have it. You cannot possess it. Francis, it doesn't matter what family you're born into. That's what he was talking about. This is what he's addressing right here. It says, listen, uh, 
the Jews, they're, they're questioning this. They're saying, but, but I'm a Jew. I'm an ethnic Jew. I'm entitled to these things. The oracles of God were given to me and my people, and we are the chosen people. Friends, listen, I want to say this and reiterate this again because I believe that people take what they think somebody believes, and listen, they just apply it and twist it in the worst possible light. Listen, I want you to hear me, friends. Listen, I'm not replacing the church with, uh, or, or, listen, I'm not replacing Israel with the church. What I'm doing is I'm saying that they have both grown together. He has tore down the middle wall of partition. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. There is neither Greek nor barbarian. Listen, and that's not what I think about it. That's what the scripture says about it. God hath tied us together. He is expanding us and he has tied us together and expanding and growing his church by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not replacing. It's not doing away. Amen. That's what. That's not even what Jesus said. He said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. Friends, listen to me. In fulfilling, uh, friends, listen, he has brought reconciliation to the old and the new. He has joined them together and now as he expanding and growing his church. Uh, listen, and as we see this right here, it says, uh, uh, wherefore or why? Because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of law, for they stumble not at the stumbling stone. It is written, behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone, the rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. We see this quotation from the book of Isaiah, obviously. Uh, but friends, listen, the Bible tells us this. I do have this marked in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter number 1. Verse number 18, I love this verse. It said, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved. Amen. Which is saved, it is the power of God. For it is not, uh, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Uh, where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after uh, that in the wisdom of God, the word, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Amen. So, friends, listen, how elementary, how easy this is. And listen, so how much uh, deep-seated complexity have we intertwined into telling somebody how they must be saved. Friends, listen, we, we throw all these parameters on them, how they've got to dress, how they've got to be, how they can't do, where they can't be. Well, friends, listen to me. The Bible tells us if we if we hear the gospel, we believe the gospel, we meet the terms of the gospel with a broken and a contrite spirit, we believe it by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, thou shalt be saved. It says, for after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require sign. The Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Friends, listen, what he's saying right here, uh, listen, is we if we put this on a bowl of prayer and, and we bring it down and distill it down to its purest form. And I've already said this three times tonight, and I'll say it again. It's Jesus. 
Stop trying to make it anything else. There's no exclusions. There's no provisions. It does not. Uh, listen, Paul, it's not in the Bible. Amen. Uh, listen, we live in a New Testament, a new covenant, new things. Amen. And the Bible tells us by faith through grace are you saved. And that not of yourselves. Friends, listen, it is through the Lord Jesus Christ. But friends, those, now I, want to, I do want to address this. And I believe I've already said this, but I'll say it one more time. Now, why was it a stumbling block to the Jews specifically? Because they were God's chosen people. Because they possessed the oracles of God. Because they had everything that they needed to realize that Jesus was the Messiah, yet they rejected it. So, friends, listen, we must trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll say this, we'll... Uh, I'll read just a few more verses here in verse number 10. We'll go ahead and get a jump on this, and then I'll, I'll wind it up. I've already went 40 minutes. I went longer than I expected. It says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is this, that they might be saved. Now, listen, I'm glad we went a little bit further uh, because a lot of times when we read chapter breaks, we forget the continuous thought and the continuous flow of the text. So as the Bible says, let's reiterate, let's read this. Uh, listen, as one homogenous passage right here, and the, the Bible says, As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone, a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for the for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses described describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man... Uh, which doeth the, uh, those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heaven. That is to bring uh, them, uh, bring, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep. That is to bring Christ again from the dead. What? Uh, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So friends, listen. Uh, as we bring this thing to full circle right here, we'll probably start all over and get those uh, uh, verses in chapter 10 again, but we just wanted to read those as we get a continuous train of thought right there. But he said, uh, ultimately, he said, my heart's desire is, is that all of Israel would be saved. But to be saved, listen, now he's dealing with the nation of Israel. Uh, listen, and, and we need to understand this. It's it, it was Paul's desire. It is God's desire. It is my desire. It should be your desire to see people saved. Amen. That we should uh, no longer establish everything in our own righteousness, but we should uh, rather realize, just as John the Baptist did, he said, Lord, I must decrease that, thy, that thou might increase. Friends today, listen, I need the increase of God in my life. I need the increase uh, and I need the uh, abundance of God in my life. Friends, listen, I myself can't pursue uh, and, and attain anything. But listen, listen to this, verse number two, it said, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Friends, listen, how many people do you know today, uh, listen, they have an incredible zeal. 
uh, and an excitement uh, for God. Uh, listen, a lot of times they're like flaming embers. They flare up. Listen, when the air hits them real good and they get white hot, and all of a sudden, uh, when all the stuff is gone, they disappear. Friends, listen, if you got to have a crowd to tell you how good you are, you're doing it for the wrong reason. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Uh, listen, uh, now, I love the old gospel song, a pat on the back and a good word of cheer makes the load a little lighter while traveling here. That's the truth. Amen. And I try and spread encouragement, especially to my preacher brethren uh, and to the flock we love. But friends, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. If you've got to have a crowd around you, if you've got to have somebody fanning your flame uh, for you to be white hot, there's trouble. And you need to get it fixed. Amen. It's not by your own righteousness. It's not what you're trying to achieve or what you're trying to do. You better be doing it for the right reasons. You better be doing it for the cause of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, so we can see lost people saved. God bless you tonight. We love you. We'll be praying for you. And the good Lord willing, we'll see you Sunday morning.